Welcome to Waypoint, a podcast for three, two, one. Oh no, the podcast blew up. I'm Jules, I'm the Game Master. <laughs> I'm uh, Sanya, I play Charlotte. I'm Vio, I play Moon. And I'm Mimi, and I play Max, who has just emerged from the nightmare world. Yeah. Hey, at least everything's fine now. How you all doing? How you all holding up? <laughs> hey, uh, the reality is my nightmare world right now. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they hand out conditions all the same. Yes, uh, that's true. Both worlds. Right, Charlotte is actively out of, out of action right now. Yes. Marked all conditions and then had to mark another one. Yes. Oof. It's that time. It, it happened for, like, I think this is the first time this happened. Yes. Yeah, I think so too. Like Charlotte was knocked out before, but that was because of taking a powerful blow. Mm, yeah. Right. Yes. At least everyone else is on better terms with conditions. I think you both only have four yeah. or something like only that. Four of five. <laughs> only four. <laughs> I have three. Hey. <laughs> Ooh. Three is good. Yeah. That's that's what you get from a supportive friend group. Like they keep your conditions down. Uh, you get to comfort and support each other all the time. Yeah, it must be nice being comforted and supported. I still have I mean, a plus two on mundane, so I'm not useless in that regard. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the last episode, that was very nice and comforting. Uh, so Also, we keep forgetting that we get a plus one when we target each other because we have influence. True. And we should really keep that in mind. <laughs> yes, it's very important right now. So, last time... As previously mentioned, we ended on Max leaving one nightmare world for another, <laughs> uh, the real world. And Moon was very helpful, very nice, and it was a nice little moment at the end that I hope I made sound as good as it felt in the moment uh, in the edit. It felt good for me. And Did it feel good for you? It felt like emerging from a nightmare world. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good feeling. It is. To be honest. Uh, and Charlotte is dying in a ditch, as we mentioned last time. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even we didn't even figure out who the main villain is right now we're, we're like one yeah. step before we have to fight them and we are already like so effed up ah don't worry uh let's just keep this keep this shit going for like three or four more uh, plant people i think we uh, i'm sure like... your conditions can take it when we, we, I think we started a fight once where we were not ill prepared and that was against black hole yeah yeah Maybe yeah. we can do that. Maybe maybe this time, you know? Maybe this time. So you are still in that tent moon setup with the help of alien tech inside of the the pod. And you are in that tent with also Ryan. Uh, while Daniel Garcia, the person you gave safe shelter in your headquarters, <laughs> is <laughs> further in. Probably buried under a mound of spores yeah it happens it happened to me too how was ryan doing uh, ryan is doing similarly to max also like covered in the spores and some of them are appear to be slowly blooming but it doesn't seem to be as advanced as it was with max hmm. they are like in very very early stages of blooming while max's were a good bit further along that might mean that ryan just has I don't know, less negative emotion to exploit. It might also mean that Ryan has natural magic immunity. Yeah. <laughs> which is like his main superpower. Yeah, he just has like two blue mana floating around him at all times. Exactly. That's that's a magic No, he job. exiles a blue card from his hand and pays one life like Force of Will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ryan is doing a bit better than Max was. Yes. 
You have no idea how Daniel Garcia is doing. Can I try getting him out? I'm gonna say because his isn't as far along, you don't have to invade his nightmare world like you did with Max. That would be nice. I don't really would enjoy nice. feeling people's nightmares. <laughs> yeah, I do have a nightmare world for him prepared, but uh, I don't think we, we need to do that because you got to him like relatively fast. Can I get a glimpse maybe? Maybe. Let's see. Uh, you get to... What did we roll for all of these? I think directly engage a threat was the idea. Yeah, and then take something from them. Exactly. Oh, my so. danger is not good. Hey, Max. <laughs> Remember how I got you out? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to do that again for Ryan. And I'm really not feeling so good. So if you could just sort of send me, like, good vibes... And like maybe hold me up so I don't fall fall down. That would be really great. I don't think I have that many good vibes to spare right now. But yeah, I, that feels like a lot to ask for. I um, I can make sure you don't like collapse or anything. I guess. Cause that'll have to do. Let's roll. All right, let's roll. Mm mm. Mm-mm-mm. Mm, that's the full spectrum. Is Moon of finally getting a bad roll? That's a one and a six. My danger is zero. That's so that's a seven. Hmm. Oh, um, uh, no, you, minus two. What's your conditions? Minus yeah. two. <laughs> that's a five. Okay. Hey, if two people helped you, you might get two. Yes. Mm. Do I have mm. influence? No, I don't have influence over, over Ryan. Nah. Uh, n- hmm. No, I don't think you do. I think Max has influence over Ryan, but you probably don't yet. Yeah. So uh, that's a five. Yay potential. Okay. Nay, friend stuck in hellscape. Yeah, uh, you try to do the same thing, basically. But I'm thinking that you might struggle with the same magic resistance that's keeping it at bay. So you're trying to invade his mind space and his general mental blockades keep you out, which is very disheartening because you're now realizing that this new realm of powers that you have access to appears to also be a hindrance in quite a few situations Uh, and i'm gonna say you mark a condition you know fittingly enough the only conditions i have left is hopeless (laughs) (laughs) perfect because in my mind moon is a very positive person and i think hopelessness is literally the last thing they would feel (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's fair. Max just notices Moon like getting frustrated and then just getting exhausted and like sinking sinking to their knees and just saying it's like his magical immune system is fighting me and I just want to help him but I can't get in. Well then we have to get him out of here. Um maybe you can try later with a bit less pressure. I- I'm sure it'll work. I can uh, try. I, that's that's enough to say you comfort someone I th- I guess. You you can roll for comfort or support if you want to. I do want to. Yeah. I think this is reaching, but I will accept it. Thank you. I mean, it is comforting to say, hey, you can try later. I'm sure it'll work. Yeah. Let me just see if I have a minus two on that. <laughs> yes, I do. I am angry. In that case, that is a six. Well, uh, unfortunate. <laughs> uh, Moon, if you can justify how you help with this, uh, you can use your like last team point for that. I think Moon is grasping at straws at this point. Like, they are running on fumes. They can't do the one thing that they've just found out they can do, and it didn't work out. And I think just 
Max being there and like, yes, I finally someone can tell me what to do. Someone's there to, to show that the responsibility makes Moon like want to believe anything Max says right now. Gee, it's no pressure. That's sad enough to uh, work. <laughs> I'm going to say wow. the com that brings the confidence support up to seven. Um, you see Moon looking at you and just this wave of like weariness and tiredness and then like like a sparkle of, of hope maybe and fondness and then just see them nod and say, you know what? Yes, yes, we are... We're not in danger of getting nuked anymore. We we have time. I I can I can try later. Maybe after a little break. I Max, it's it's really good to have you back. Like Charlotte and I, we were we were so lost without you. Like we were standing outside arguing instead of doing anything, and then Charlotte ran off again, and I I was all on my own. And you did well. Um, you you got me out no, of here. No, we didn't. But thank you. Ryan Ryan to safety. <laughs> like. It could have gone much worse. You know what? I will take that. It could have been worse. <laughs> I will take that right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then uh, do you want to mark potential or shift labels? Uh, or do you want a clearer condition? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I like having five. It's so nice and symmetrical. Yeah. But I think I might just clear the hopeless condition again. Because now with Max around, yeah. Moon has hope again. Like, yeah, we can do this. We have got the team back together. I'm sure Charlotte will be back any second. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, she has well, super speed, so exactly, she's like, gotta be. I'm doing great, <laughs> and I'm sure Max will work at the fullest potential possible. Yeah, obviously. So okay, priority: getting everyone out. Um, the wall is not growing anymore, is it? No, it's it's finished growing. It it's trying to repair itself, but one of the SOS members, uh, her name was Sky Knight. She's she's got it under control. She she's um, keeping an opening for us, so we can get Ryan out and get what what's the the angry douchebag's name again? The one we saved. S something Garcia, I think. We have to get him out as well. Jules, can I try to pinpoint his mind? Like, see if I can yeah. find out where in the building he is. Like, I think we did that in an earlier episode, uh, last episode or something, where you felt around for who's in here. Mm. And he should still be basically where you left him, in the in the main hub, right behind the entrance. Okay, so let's get Ryan out. And yeah, I don't think we can carry two people out of here. Let's just do it one at a time. Here's a poncho for you, and Moon hands you like a, <laughs> a, a ghost costume <laughs> made out of construction tarp. And... Do you think it makes any difference if we get any more spores on him? I don't think so. First Ryan out, yes. Maybe you should uh, take Ryan out and I go first already inside. No, 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 no. we're not splitting up again. No. I, I, Listen, I'm not, I I'm think not doing if that we again. get out of there, they're going to close it off and just nuke everything in there. We can just... I, can, I told them there are two people... They're like... Two groups inside, the three people inside. They're not going to nuke us just because we only got one of them out and saying, yeah, we're going back for the other one. You people have a really low opinion of the SOS, don't you? You hear a voice from outside. <laughs> I wonder yeah, why. Yeah, with good reason. Oh, they can't hear me. There's the wall in the way. <laughs> Max, Max, shout at them. I'm not going to nuke you. Like, the, the alien clearly showed that what... 
she said she would do is working. Like, she clearly got you awake and all of that. So we're on your plan for now. Get, get everybody out. We don't, we, we don't nuke civilians if it can be avoided. That wasn't a no. That was a if it can't be avoided. Okay, Max. Let's get Ryan out, then get the yes. douchebag out. Yes. We have to do this quickly. You work together uh, in your in your plastic ponchos <laughs> to bring Ryan to the the edge of the onion and you uh, Max you also see Sky Knight now standing outside in her power suit and you see that her hands are are holding that piece of metal that you split the wall with earlier which she has somehow fashioned into a fluid circle and literally fluid you see that the the metal's moving around in that circle as if it was water basically and if you touch it it like uh, like a like a lake that you drop something into it produces little waves but you can easily step out you see that outside like a, a little mountain of these pores has formed on the ground but they are like very quickly darkening and then graying and dying as soon as they leave the pod Okay, Sky Knight, this is Ryan, no idea what his last name is. Um, he works for the Witchfinders Legion and was helping us out as a friend. So if they show up, uh, maybe they can help him. But there's one more person inside. So we'll just leave him here and go get the douchebag. All right, deal with that last person. Let's go. Let's get back into it. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Supergao is gonna look at uh, Ryan and check his vitals because he also has a basic medical uh, basic medical experience. Of course he does. I was just gonna say he had to have studied medicine. <laughs> so I'm hoping yeah. he got at least some of it still in his, in his, in his skull somewhere. Yeah, he's like uh, loosely uh, affixing a stethoscope to the glass <laughs> pod on his head and I would trying to hear anything. Through his suit, he probably has difficulty feeling a pulse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the the fluid that his skull is floating in is conductive uh, to sound waves. Good, so good. In that way, he can hopefully hear something. <laughs> well, it doesn't look nice. No. You see that guy over there? The, the pile of... Or is the Alpha Gamer's battered and bruised, maybe mutilated <laughs> body still there? Or did the ambulance show? I... I'll say that Dr. Supergao cared for him as you came out. Okay. Uh, and tried to try to check in on him and moved over now that he's put him in like, you know, uh, a more a more uh, helpful position and then alien recovery applied, position. Like, basic stuff. <laughs> yeah, the human recovery position. You don't put them upside down? Weird. Yeah, we have this thing called gravity on this world. Uh, it's very uh, it's very helpful. It keeps stuff down. But it also means that the blood and all the other stuff moves down inside of a bruised and battered body. Oh. We don't have time for this. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, sh you're right. Okay, you make your way back into the pod and pass the tent and uh, move into the building. Inside here, it looks like the walls are fuzzy. Like everything in here is overgrown with these strange uh, spores like a film they cover everything and not just the floors like dust wood but like the walls the stairs absolutely everything uh, and in some places more of these little sprouts are blooming so jules i'm picturing in my mind like the last of us <laughs> kind of but in red kind of yeah okay kind of yeah uh and yeah you see under the snack table 
where Daniel Garcia apparently applied the good old methodology of duck and cover, which did not do the job intended, as he is still covered in in spores. Well, at least he tried something. Yeah. Okay, let's get him out. Yeah, you can just carry him out uh, without much struggle. Okay. Uh, back to the tent, at least. And Our then ship's ants on ship or somewhere in our headquarters? They're in the ship. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, no. We don't need Ship safely carried them outside. Yeah. You don't need the. Isn't like the actual mycelium that The Last of Us is based on? Don't they take over ants? Yep. Yeah. You carry him outside without much further problem. And once you do, Sky Knight grabs both sides of the ring she produced, puts them together again, and the metal grows solid once more. You know, it would be a great help if you could, like, after this is all over, maybe put that back on our roof. That would be awesome. Um, I I can turn it into a puddle or gas. I am not great at transporting it up the side of a building. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, her power is basically to change the aggregate state of metal. Oh, that's cool. Which she also uses to propel her suit. By turning basically the metal of the soles of the suit into uh, gas in a combustive uh, oh. transference, it's oh. literally armor that just has the effects of power armor essentially. <laughs> cool. Um, Max, do you think I should try on Ryan again or do douchebag first? Like we're outside now, it's a bit more quiet. I. Uh, try Ryan first. He could help us with the other one. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And you sense this feeling of, yeah, I want to do that anyway, but thank you for agreeing <laughs> because I really need that right now. I, if if nothing else works, I can also just try to kill the spores inside their bodies with my powers. Uh, oh. Might have side effects. Yeah, maybe. It's basically chemo. Yeah, let's, let's try the radiotherapy for after the magic. Deal? Uh, if if Max translates this, he gives a thumbs up. Yeah. Okay, then uh, try your try your hand at Ryan again. <sighs> okay, four and five. That's a better nine minus two. That's a seven. Hey, nice. <laughs> good old seven. Not good, but good enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you get to. Uh, Trade blows. I, I'm gonna say you will have to take something from them. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, so you will struggle with resisting or avoiding blows. Yeah, I have a feeling that entering someone's hellscape again <laughs> might, yeah. might hurt my psyche a tiny bit. Basically, you do get what you were asking for before. You get a little glimpse into what his personal hellscape is. And it's very different from the one you experienced with Max. Because the feeling you get from his personal hellscape is intense loneliness. Like his worst fear appears to be being alone and everyone around you basically, yeah, leaving you. You you don't get to fully immerse yourself into it as much because he does like psychically try to keep you out. Mm. But that does still have like a, a mental impact on you as you cut him off. Marking condition makes the most sense here. Yeah. Let's go hopeless again. <laughs> I mean, going up and down. I mean, it it makes sense. Um, not only because it's the only condition I have, but that's a feeling that Moon very much can resonate with, and mm. that definitely brings their spirits down. 
And like as Moon is coming out of the experience again, Max, you just sense a sense of like oppressiveness, something that pushes Moon's like entire spirit down and just even if I'm here and can help, I'm still like alone. As you think that it's all on you, Ryan's eyes fly open and he starts cuffing out spores. Yeah, buddy, get it out. Get it all out. Ah, <coughs> <coughs> oh, fuck. Oh. Uh, uh, he looks around, sees that Max is there, and is like, oh, thank... Uh, ev everybody made it out. Uh, and then he sees Ryan, uh, Daniel Garcia, and is like, oh, yeah, right. Forgot about that guy. Yeah, same. <laughs> Everyone forgot about that guy except Max. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to remember him. He's a douchebag. <laughs> Fair enough. He looks up to Moon and puts a hand on her arm and says, oh, Thank you. You're really good at this. You don't need my help at all. Yeah, I, I'm not so sure about that. Like if I'm... You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna sit down for a second. And if you want to try your hand at like a, a freshly infected person, maybe maybe you you could do that. That That would be great. I mean... We did that guy before, so it shouldn't be that hard uh, to basically do the exact same thing again. I remember what you did there, I think. Uh, if you do it, the chances are a lot lower that we kill him, but I don't think I will kill him. Uh, fine, I guess. Moon no, like, scrambles back. No, no, no. You know, I. you're right. I'll try it. I'm, I'm sure it's going to go great. Hey, you're very capable. I watched what you do. I'll I'll just do the thing that you did. And I think that now you have influence over Ryan. Hey! I saved uh, him from a hellscape. Oh, I should yeah. also write down that I have influence mm -hmm. over Ryan. Yeah. And also, if Ryan had influence over you, he would definitely be shifting your labels here. <laughs> I think we're not there yet. Yeah. Ryan is going to go over to, to Daniel and be like, all right, uh, let's give it a shot. And I'm just going to roll for random what happens. <laughs> okay. He uh, puts his hands on him and you see that he appears to be kind of trying to emulate your method. He's closing his eyes and his, his eyes seem to be locked in heavy concentration. And he just is locked like that for a bit. Almost like he's meditating as he tries to do this. And... Dr. Supergao is still leaning over the body and is like checking the vitals and is giving you a shrug because this is definitely outside of his, his sphere of knowledge. I'm assuming he might take a while. I don't know how any of this works. Yeah, me neither. I'm just like doing what feels right. Yeah, I, I, I know some wizards, but this is, this is not, this is not my kind of knowledge. Listen, as long as he's stable enough, I think we can just let Ryan work. Yeah, yeah I, I I, hope so. So, uh, you were also the team that fought that pod at the headquarters of the Witchfinders, right? Yes. So, do you know anything about it that could help us in defeating it? This is part of something bigger. Yeah, it's like a magical organism that's... As far as we can tell, trying to protect itself from wh whoever is causing it harm. But there is some kind of sentience at the middle of it. And if we can find out what it wants, maybe we can reason with that. Because right now, 
it just seems to be after us. But when I had contact with it, I felt like different notes. There are other people that are connected to it. And maybe maybe that can help us, like finding out who they are. What does it do to the people it infects? I, the vitals seem all over the place. What's what's the, the general effect? Uh, just imagine all the things that you're afraid of in one place happening. That's what it's like. Dr. Supergo in his squeaky, like, chemical suit walks over to you and sits down on the ground next to Max and says, Tell me about it. What did you see in there? Therapy! 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 <laughs> I mean, he is a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I think you have more important things to do right now, like making sure this doesn't happen again. That's that's true, but see it that way. You are the the people who know the most about this sort of thing, this sort of creature. So you are the most important people to me right now in dealing with this issue. So if you want to perform at maximum efficiency, you need to look after yourselves as well as after the villain you're fighting. And here I thought it was the villain you're fighting. I mean... We are the people in the sphere of influence for it. Uh, the thing happened in downtown, so this is essentially our case. But, you know, we take information in, especially because this is as much your problem as it is ours, if it's also f spilling over into your part of town. I understand that Riverside is your heroic sphere of influence. I'm going to be honest with you. I've no intention of going after this villain anymore and now that you're here i don't have to anymore so if you want to ask any questions that have to do with following them and catching them i will answer them but i'm not going to do any more max um, moon like sort of holds a hand up to dr supergirl like stopping him i know you're hurting right now but the SOS, we know what they're like. They're not going to deal with this in any way that's helpful to anyone. This organism is not... We don't know what it's what it wants. It's tr just trying to protect itself. And if we just let it... Let someone nuke it to, to hell and back, that's not going to help anyone. We have to do this. Please, Max, please help me do this. Can I roll to provoke? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Yes! Okay. Okay. Plus superior. Six, six, seven, eight. You with your sex again? Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, six, six, seven, eight, nine, ten minus. Uh, why do I even look if I have the condition marked? I have all of the conditions marked. <laughs> uh, minus two, so it's uh, uh, it's an eight. Okay, so uh, on PCs, on a 10 plus, do both. On a 7 to 9, choose one. If they do it, add a team to the pool. If they don't do it, they mark a condition. God, that would be cruel. <laughs> Help us stop this villain. Like, after that, we can figure it out, but we, we have to see this through. And what is the option you choose? I will say, if they do it, add a team to the pool. Okay. I choose to not do it. I'm sorry. The thing is, if I wanted to use my new move here, how we, we, would we do that? Cold and cruel, when you shut someone down, roll plus superior. On a 10+, plus, you either inflict a condition on them, make them lose influence over you, or take influence over them, your choice. On a 7-9, to nine, you either each inflict a condition on the other, or both lose influence over each other, your choice. On a miss, they gain influence over you. 
Uh, that seems like a fair situation to do that. Man, that's a rough move, eh? It is. It's so cold and cruel. I rolled a nine. I have superior plus two. That's an 11 plus one because I have influence over moon. So that's a 12. And none of your conditions apply to special moves like nope. that. Nope. Oh, no. So, yeah, on a that's a 10 plus. You either inflict a condition on Moon, <laughs> knocking Moon the fuck out, <laughs> make them lose influence over you, or take influence over them to shift their labels, basically, in this case, because you already have influence over Moon. Hmm. I mean, knocking me out I would be super dramatic, and I am here for it. But I think, like, the obvious choice would be to uh, make Moon lose influence over me. Mm. Because then you have, like... Less ability to get me to do something I don't want to. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Moon, just look at what happened, okay? What about this entire shit show tells you that we have the capability to do anything right now? I... Even now, the, the only reason we made it out of this was because the SOS came to help us. What would have happened if we had been all by ourselves? I... I, I would have tried, like, I... Charlotte made a hole. I, I I could have made a hole in the flesh wall, and and you you could have definitely like opened one up to get out. Like I I, I got you out of there without the SOS. Yes, see, you're the only one of us who can even do something against this thing. Charlotte and I are completely helpless, and That's I not don't true. think you're gonna cut it as the only one who can do something. Ouch. And as you say that Charlotte and you are completely useless, you hear a sound like a desperate wailing, a crying, and then the sound of a of an inferno. <laughs> and on a wall right next to your headquarters, a gaping maw opens in the brickwork, behind which you can smell sulfur and see flames. And you see Will stumbling out of it, dragging behind him Charlotte and Enoch. Did he just open a portal to hell to quick travel? That's badass. That's pretty badass. Shortcut, he says, and closes the door again behind him. Can someone look after them? I'm not a medical professional. They look pretty bad. Where the hell were you? And Moon rounds on him and shouts at him mentally. Hey. I brought your friends back, all right? Where would they be if I hadn't been there? Uh... Maybe they wouldn't have been in trouble in the first place because someone who we asked for help, who knows magic, would have been here to stop this. And Moon, like, shouts and points at the at the giant wall. Wait, I told, I told Max. I told Max that I can't guarantee that I'll stay. I was getting coffee. Uh, and he points at his, his pocket <sighs> where a Starbucks equivalent cup pokes out. Uh, labeled Organics Unfiltered Coffee House. And then this one ran into the wall of the coffee place, and I came out, and that's where we are. I brought your friends back, all right? Ouch, coffee. Yeah, she ran into the ouch wall. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk about this later. Charlotte, Charlotte, are, are you okay? Well, I wouldn't say I'm okay, but yeah, it's fine, it's fine. You don't sound fine. And Enoch is, man, how did this happen? I told you not to go alone. Well, I just wanted to get someone here quickly who can help. Oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. I'm s 
it just I don't know I panicked and I just uh, wanted to help and that's like the only thing I could do I will now do something that is very unmoon like but I would like to clear a few conditions and there are ways to clear them without being all cuddly and comforting and support them by acting on them oh no oh no Well, to clear angry, you have to hurt or break someone important. <laughs> uh, hurt someone important or break something. Um, you don't break someone. Yeah, you don't have to break <laughs> someone important. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I mean, break you can do it emotionally. emotionally. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking crush Will's ribcage. <laughs> I mean, you can do it emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte, I told you not to go and you went anyway. And look what happened. Our one person who knows what's going on is knocked out. Will had to go through hell literally to get you back here and I was left all alone and now Max doesn't want to do this anymore and this is I'm sorry but this is on you if you had been here we wouldn't have needed the SOS for help we could have just done this ourselves how how could we have done this ourselves by doing exactly what we did we made a hole I went in I got Max out but you just thought you knew better didn't you you always think you know better You just ran off again. <sighs> I, I'd say that does clear the angry condition and I'm going to give you the choice if you inflict a condition on Charlotte, uh, which at this point, uh, I don't even know what that means anymore. <laughs> Or if you shift Charlotte's labels. I'm going to shift. I, I will try to shift your labels. <laughs> I would shift Savior down, Danger up. That makes sense. Yeah, I would have shifted down Savior also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which as might mean you might want to resist because you do like your plus three and uh, save. Yeah, well, as uh, sad as I'm going to be about this, um, I do not resist because I really screwed yeah. up. So Yeah. And I think you just sense Moon sort of deflating a bit and like this wave of anger sort of rolling over you and then just petering out and just... <sighs> Moon, I'm, so, I'm, I'm so sorry, sorry this hurt you, Charlotte, but I th this needed to be said, okay? No, you, you're right, you're right. I don't know, I just felt so powerless and I just wanted to do something that, you know, could help us and that was kind of the only thing I could see that, that could help us and I'm, I'm sorry, I know I screwed up. It, it's just... <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't want to like excuse what I did. I just I don't know. I just freaked out. I'm sorry. Maybe maybe you can make up by talking some sense into Max because she wants the SOS to handle this. Oh, okay. Um I'm going to say as you're having this conversation, uh Will is going to sneak out from uh, the attack from Moon that he just got. And is gonna kneel over to Ryan, who's still like in trance over Daniel Garcia, and kind of look him over to check if he's all right before himself turning to Max while while Moon is screaming at Charlotte <laughs> and asking, "You okay? Are you seriously asking me that right now?" Yeah, this you're superheroes, right? This is not the first time you've had a situation like this. I hope you know how close I am to electrocuting you right now. So you better keep your mouth shut or I might actually do it. All right. Uh, I see that there's a lot of emotion in the air. I'm gonna kindly have to ask you, though, to get the fuck over yourself. Because this is a 
stressful situation, yeah, but it's a situation where your help is needed, so you can have your tantrum after it's over. You know, that's really rich coming from the guy who runs away anytime something gets complicated and anytime he doesn't want to do something. Yeah, that's why I didn't help you with this. That's why I didn't stop the end of the world three years ago. That's why I didn't fight the rising of hell. Can, you know, because you know how much I dislike being a superhero. You know how much I dislike doing stuff like that. And that's why I never do it. Because, you know, I don't recognize that I'm needed. Like, get the hell over yourself, Max. When you're needed, you help. No matter how shit it makes you feel. No matter how much you don't want to. Like, I never wanted to be a superhero for a single fucking thing in my life. I still did it. Why? Because I'm needed. If I don't do it, no one's gonna do it. And I know that if someone else tries, they're gonna fuck it up. You know, you're a shit superhero. I'm not a superhero at all, but you try to be one. So act like one. It doesn't matter how many times you save the world, or how many times you actually go up against the forces of evil, if in the end you cannot even be there for the people who care about you. Ryan! Ryan could have died here. I didn't know you were gonna be attacked. I left before that whole thing happened. I'm trying to do my best here. I came back to you. You're an acquaintance from back then, and I jumped up and helped you immediately. See, I think I think we have something in common. Maybe our best is just not good enough. Ouch. What would happen if I left here, Max? What would happen if you left here? What would happen... Like, you, you can see what happened while you were gone for a, a few minutes, right? Like... Your team split up, everything collapsed. You are aware that these, I, I'm not meaning to be rude, but these weirdos need your help, right? Well, I uh, guess. And he, I, I, I'm going to say he's trying to shift your labels That's here, fair. I am which going you to resist. Reject. I'm going to 100% yes. resist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is a flat 2d6, if I remember it right. Yeah. That's a six. So you get to mark a condition from this and he will shift your labels to save your up and your mundane down. That makes sense. I think we have something in common, Max. I think at our heart, we don't want to be superheroes. <laughs> at least not in this current moment. But if we don't do it, who's going to do it? Mr. Nukes over there, the, the speedster who can't follow a single, please stay here. <laughs> the over-emotional alien like if you don't do it no one will you know what fine I'll do this one more time I'll help you on this one but after that I'm done alright if that's what you want to do but I'm just telling you think about it again I always thought superheroes were stupid but turns out we need them so yeah figure it out yourself he checks over Ryan again and says he looks like he's doing fine and gets up and walks walks off not like leaving but brooding in the next alleyway <laughs> uh, i did mark afraid by the way <laughs> okay yeah that's nice basically I like that. being scared of um having to go up against this entity again yeah that's absolutely fair uh and that is when the conversation with moon and charlotte ends and uh charlotte if i understood it right you wanted to go over to max yes and we're just going to leave Enoch lying there. 
I mean, he's knocked out. Uh, yeah. Dr. Supergau looks after him. It's fine. Okay. He's e knocked out. Hey. <laughs> hey. I'm gonna say that Charlotte, as you walk over to Max, you immediately see that like Max doesn't seem to be in a seems to be in a worse mind state than before and has just been arguing with Will. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hi, Max. How are you? You know, people keep asking that or if I'm okay, and I feel like it's pretty obvious. Yeah, sorry. Well, I just uh, kind of, uh, I don't know. Just wanted to, like, start the conversation. Um, first of all, I wanted to apologize because I ran off. I know I screwed up, and you have every right to be angry with me and Moon as well. I'm sorry. And I know you've you've been going through something really, really bad. And just, you know, just let me know if I can help you with anything. Yeah, I just kind of want to make it up to you, I guess. Uh, Moon didn't show you anything, right? No. Okay. I don't know exactly what you've you've gone through. Um, If you want to talk about it at some point, I'm here. You can talk to me at any point if you want to, but you don't have to. That's, you know, and I understand that's private. So, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm just looking for a way to support you and I don't know what to do. I think Moon, once she sees that Dr. Supergirl is like tending to Enoch is gonna join you because they can't, they literally cannot do anything to help Enoch because anti-magic. <laughs> Guys, I'm I'm sorry to butt in here. No, actually, actually, no, I'm not. We've all been through some shit right now. We're all feeling pretty shitty. And I we cannot keep going like this. We have one job to do, and that is to stop the organism. And for that, we need information. And for information, we need a clear mind. So whatever it is we're feeling right now, put a pin in it and table it for now. We cannot afford to be emotional now and fight amongst ourselves we have to we have to stop this noon um, points at the at the pod and like the unconscious people from happening to anyone else after that we can scream we can shout we can weep we can do whatever needs to be done to go back to baseline but right now we don't have time for that yes let's not talk about our feelings let's repress them <laughs> Yes, set the ninety percent emotion element. Moon, um, I'm actually a little bit surprised that you said that. Aren't you all about emotions? Like, you know I am, and you can sense that right now I'm having a lot of them. But there are people who need our help, and honestly, I try talking to Max, and Max does not want to talk right now. I try talking to you, and you just do whatever you want. So. Right now, I'm not playing your therapist anymore. Right now, I'm your teammate and we have a job to do. Moon, I know you I, I, You have every reason to be angry with me, but I'm here now, okay? You don't have to, like, say that I'm I'm running off again. I'm not doing that. You're, you're staying this time? Yes, I am. I'm... Oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. It... <sighs> Listen, I just did this because I thought it was the best uh, best chance we had. And I know I screwed up, but I'm here now. 
and I'm saying and I'm listening to you and I will do every order you give me just I'm, I don't feel like telling Max right now to just suppress her emotions is gonna work because I don't think she can get out of this right now did you find anything out at least with Enoch before well you know you ran him into a wall <laughs> Um, well, he said he recognized it. He did? I think one of his teammates could use that or something like that. He said he called it the Amareth. And he was very surprised because apparently the only one who could like control it was one of his teammates. That's what I got from it. Like He was very unspecific about it. Um, yeah, that's all I got. I'm sorry. I, I wanted to get him here as soon as possible, but... I screwed that one up, I'm sorry. Just real quick, I think you were still at a point in universe where you have never actually mentioned your, to your teammates that you have that chronic pain uh, yes. thing. Yeah, yeah. because I was just thinking, yeah, I mean, you can't really fault her for kind of running out of energy uh, mm. with all of that, but you literally never brought that up to your team so far. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's all the information we have right now. And... I know it's difficult for you right now, Max, and I know it's difficult for you, Moon, as well. But and for you, we we need to. <laughs> I'm not going to mention that. <laughs> Charlotte seems like someone who puts puts herself uh, on the back burner. Yeah. In situations like this. Yeah. Uh, to an unhealthy degree, potentially. Yes. <laughs> potentially. <laughs> um, <laughs> evidently, we need, to, we need to focus right now, and. It may not be possible for you to bottle up your emotions, but maybe you can use them. Think about what happened to you. This will be happening to a lot more people if we don't fight it. So use this to get angry and we're going to fight this thing and we're going to win. Comfort and support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a comfort and support. Yeah, comfort and support me, please. <laughs> yes. <Okay>. Please. <laughs> That's a four and a five, which is that sounds a good. nine, which is a ten, but I have a minus three on it, so it's a seven. <laughs> a seven. Woo, woo, woo. I mean, technically, you also get the plus one for having influence over me. True. Right, so it's an eight. Your, your influence hasn't been rejected yet. No, just moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's an eight. Uh, I rolled an eight. Oh my god. A successful roll. Uh, yeah, okay. Max, do you want to mark potential, shift labels? There's another option, I think, too. Yeah, yeah, I think getting rid of conditions is priority right now. <laughs> yeah, now that I think about Very it, yeah. True. Mm. yeah. But you only have three. But you have to open up. I think I'm just going to play this out and then decide which one I'm going to get rid of. <laughs> I still think this is a bad idea. I don't think we should do this, but it seems like the two of you are going to do this anyway, and... From everything I've heard, you're pretty lost without me. So I can't just leave you alone to do this. So yeah, I am going we, to help you for this we one. We need you, Max. We definitely need you. But after this, I, I don't think I can do it anymore. Let's let's just not talk about this right now. Let's talk about this when, when it's over and we fuck this thing up and send it back to hell or whatever it came from. Quick thing, when you say you're not going to do this anymore, you feel like, for Moon, like the feeling of being stabbed. <laughs> oh. 
Like, you're leaving. We are not good enough for you. I'm gonna put an arm around Moon and then I'm gonna put an arm around Max and like just, you know, <laughs> pull them together for like a hug. Ignoring the awkward tension between Max and Moon. Yeah. <laughs> As you do that in the distance, you see uh, Dr. Supergau still leaning, leaning over the body of Enoch, but his skull has turned around 180 <laughs> degrees uh, and has been looking at you the entire time and he gives a subtle thumbs up in your direction. <laughs> yes, healthy displays, displays of emotion. I'm gonna look how Enoch is doing. I'll be right back. And I'm gonna use that walking away <laughs> as an excuse because I just had to like act super well. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I'm just gonna like take a few breaths and if people are looking closely they're gonna see that I'm not walking very well uh, because I am in pain. Also I will say that after you were basically knocked out of the game and you re-enter the game you get to clear one uh, condition oh. uh, and go back up to four so I'm gonna say you get to say here which condition this whole situation that basically recovered you a little gets to clear. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna clear afraid because, you know, I'm also back with my teammates. And yeah, I feel a little bit better with them. I think um, the earlier interaction led me to clear guilty because I think it comes pretty close to making a sacrifice to do this for other people. Yeah, that that is pretty much what you're doing, yeah. And uh, I will say that now you're walking over to Enoch. Uh, Dr. Supergau will turn around to you and say, So, nice to have you back as well. What happened there? You were in um, hell for a bit, from what I gather? (laughs) (laughs) All right! (laughs) (laughs) To To be fair, I was a bit out of it, and I do not remember much of what I saw. Probably better, uh, all things considered. Um, Well, he seems to be all right. He has a concussion, but doesn't seem to be too bad. It's going to be a little bit until he wakes up again, from what I can see here. Um, But I'm doing what I can. Thank you for your help. No problemo. I'm going to take a little break here to irradiate your home. Uh, don't worry, uh, I can also absorb the radiation after it kills off all the living organisms. Um, okay. So your home headquarters will not eternally be uh, irradiated, is what I'm trying to uh, say here. That's good, I guess. Maybe in the meanwhile, you can try to, I don't know, pull information or whatever. As long as the chips are still edible after this. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Which I do not say in character. <laughs> You will have to buy new ones. I'm, I'm, I'm deathly afraid. Uh, this, st- this is the end of the stale chips. Oh no! You'll have to buy new stale chips. Rest in peace, stale chips. Wouldn't it be funnier if the chips don't change at all after all organic <laughs> matter in them was destroyed? That's just like what the fuck was in, in there? there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he will go over there, and you see that the chemical in his cone starts to bubble. And he uh, like takes his hand and he puts it on the side of the of the pod, and you see that the pod immediately wilts like in seconds, and it collapses on top of the building and decomposes into ash. Hmm. And he puts his other hand on it, and you don't see what happens this time, but he absorb reabsorbs the radiation basically, and then he turns around to you and says, "All right, uh, your headquarters should be safe again." 
Uh, and then you hear, you hear a little burp through the voice synthesizer. <laughs> Sky Knight, Dr. Superbow, I have a, I have a question um, about my spaceship. Since you gave yes. us leave to do this entire mission, I need my spaceship. And I would like to not be shot down while I deal with this thing. So can you, like, maybe tell the guys with the guns to, like, not shoot me? Well, we wouldn't. Uh, I mean, your spaceship is registered, right? Yeah, got a parking permit. Yeah, parking permit is good. That means we know what it is. Uh, air defense isn't going to shoot it down. So... You're telling me I could have flown it around the city this entire time. Well, you would have gotten a ticket for it. Yeah, I don't care it's about the ticket. It's still illegal. A permit uh, is an important thing, and the ticket is still a criminal act. So if you want to be an example for the next generation of superheroes, maybe be a bit more considerate. Like, traffic rules exist for a reason. Yeah, I'm not going to fly it around to go grocery shopping. I'm going to fly it around to save people from a big organism that is trying to... Well, we don't actually know what it's trying to do, but if I do that, then I will I will pay a ticket with the... Charlotte, do you have money for a ticket? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm sure we can figure something out. I think our work here is done. If another of these pods po shows up, uh, we will deal with it, unless you have further information that could help us in this investigation. Do you have any idea where this organism comes from, takes root, or whatever? Do you s Have you observed any sort of pattern in its actions? We do have the suspicions that it might have something to do with the last magical activity that, you know, had been here in Riverside. It's been a few years, but you've been around for a while, right, Doctor? I've been in this city for like two or three years. I haven't been here that long. I'm originally from Austria. Really? Uh, yes, I, I thought the accent that I can't even hide to the synthesizer was a giveaway. <laughs> I, I, I heard about it, though. Uh, the whole Witchfinder situation, magical superheroes not being very keen on this city. So that would explain why it attacked the Witchfinders Legion. It would not explain why it attacked you. Do you have a understanding of why that might have happened? Moon sort of raises their head and says, Well, I kind of tripped an alarm when I was, you know, disconnecting people from it. So I probably showed up on its radar as a threat. That is a possibility. So we have two connecting points. We have an attack on the Witchfinders Legion and we have you trying to stop it. Anything about the attackers? He looks down to the pulp man, <laughs> to Daniel, who is still unconscious with Ryan and Will sitting next to him. Well, we, as you said, we don't have a, a pattern yet, but I, I've, I have connected to it several times now. So I've, I've got a feeling that there are there are other nodes, I assume other infected people, if we can find out who they are and what they have in common, maybe we can find out who's controlling the Amareth. I mean, from what uh, Max mentioned before, uh, it appears to be playing on negative emotions when it infects someone. The two people who attacked you before appeared to have been used for a similar reason. Did they have something against the Witchfinders? Did they have something... In that regard. I mean, there were douchebags who didn't like us because some podcaster uh, keeps making up lies about us. Yeah, I've heard about that. That is uh, Mr. Raker's show, right? He doesn't like the SOS much either, or superheroes in general, from what I understand. Yeah, he seems to like have a grudge against us very specifically, though. 
and both of the people who attacked attacked when we were there and they didn't like us so maybe this raker guy is at the center of this yeah but what would enable some sort of reactionary host to cast pods on people hmm. huh uh, what I just casting pods a podcaster that's oh. kind of Moon just looks at him blankly and after someone like explains, mentally explains the joke, he's like, huh, okay. I feel like Moon might also be influenced by how Max and Charlotte don't find this funny. Yeah. <laughs> he said something that could yeah. be funny, but it was a bad joke. Okay, thanks. Good to know. Well, um, that would be a clue at least. He fits the pattern of people who attacked you before and he appears to have incited that negative emotion against you in a few people. The attack on the Witchfinders Legion might have been a grudge based on these old or this old magical history of the city. But the the person who attacked it was motivated by a grudge against you, from what it looks like. I could also try to get in contact with the Amorath again and try to identify the people that are in the notes. If we have more data points, we can find the pattern better. Right now, we um, only have the two people. Max shoots you a thought that she has an idea, but doesn't necessarily want to say it in front of the SOS. Hmm. Well, uh, we are done in our capacity here uh, of damage reduction. If another of these ports shows up, we will deal with it. And he gets back up. If anybody is in need of any sort of, I don't know, therapy, uh, <laughs> I am available. Uh, here's my number, and he hands over a very standard business card. <laughs> very boring. Yeah, and he turns around to Sky Knight again and motions for her to crate, uh, pick him up in a baby cradle position again to fly away, <laughs> uh, which she then does after looking over to you again and giving you a nod. So, if I understood it correctly, Ship could not pick up on the Alpha Gamer and his emotions, right? No. When we were infected, it couldn't find them either. So, now that apparently we can fly ship, I think it might maybe make sense to check out the surroundings and just find people that ship can't pick up on emotion-wise. Right. If, if I hook myself up to ship and we share mindshare, then it can tell me what it picks up and I can tell it what I pick up and then we see where we don't overlap. Yes, that's a great idea, Max. Yeah, that that sounds like a really good plan. So, who wants to fly in a spaceship? You two, you're flying with me. You're coming with me. I'm not. We're not slip, splitting up ever again, like ever. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> I will not let you go to the toilet alone anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm basically a tourist boat. Come on in, see the sights. Ship. Come on, ship. You're basically the integral part of this plan right now. We couldn't do this without you. Right. Yay. <laughs> um, sadly, I don't have a third chair. Like, one of you can grab the the chair at the workstation, and I'm going to be in the pilot seat, but um, just, I guess, sit down on the floor. Maybe maybe we should give give Charlotte the, the chair. I can magnetize myself to the floor. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take the chair. I'm gonna sit down, like, super relieved that I can sit down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Jules, 
I'm I this is the first time we can actually use the move I have that gives me ship. Yes. Yeah, because you uh, when you do stuff while you're on ship, you get a bonus, right? No, I can just use a uh, different stat. But uh, you have a vehicle, ah, something okay. from home. Uh, when you are flying your ship, you can use it to unleash your powers directly against a threat or defend someone using superior. I'm going to say this is an unleash your powers because you're extending your senses. Yeah. Real quick, before we go inside, um, I look at Will and I say, don't leave Ryan alone. I wouldn't, he says, as he it doesn't even look over to you, uh, having his eyes fixed on Ryan for a good bit now. If I didn't have so much going on, I would call for a vibe check on him, but Moon does not have... <laughs> After saying, like, guys, we have to focus on the mission right now, everything else can wait, Moon does not... Does not even care about vibe checking. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, so I will use okay. my ship. You uh, take off in ship. I assume, like, with every descriptor we had of uh, ship so far, and ship being like very obvious <laughs> and loud and all of that. It's just easily detectable and slow and clumsy. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm really imagining like the equivalent of like a fucked up pickup truck sputtering on, like. <laughs> Yeah, and you have to like, like turn the uh, turn down the key like a few times until it starts properly. Anti gravity devices are locked in place with a rubber band, <laughs> because if they slip up too much, the ship crashes, and you don't exactly know why. It's like the difference between like an older car and a, and a newer one. It's just everything is a tiny bit louder and shakier than you think it should be. Yeah. Okay, ship. You know the plan. Let's do this. And uh, you get to roll to unleash your powers, to extend your senses using superior, which luckily currently is your best set. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> I still get a minus two from my hopelessness. And apart from letting me use superior, my shift doesn't give me any bonuses. <laughs> Come on, dice. Okay, this is good. This is very good. This is two fives. It's a five and a five. Okay. It's a 10 plus ten one. Plus one. Okay, we don't need a team, guys. Yeah, we don't need a team. You still have that one team. You get to unleash your powers, and on a 10, it works exactly how you want to. Thank you, Dice. Thank you. So I'm going to say you fly over Riverside at first with the ship. You do, at some point, from uh, a hidden projector down below, uh, see a bright white light in your direction, which is a photo they take of you for <laughs> the traffic violation uh, that you've just committed. But what you do realize is, first, you realize there's a few, actually. There's quite a few people you can spot all over Riverside uh, that the ship can't pick up, but that you can pick up. Interesting. Uh, but too many to make it, like, the one place you can locate. Mm -hmm. um, Jules, when I, when I connected with the Amarath, how, just, just ballpark, how many nodes did I sense beside the one that I was actively, like, reaching through? I'm going to say you didn't get an, a definitive answer. What you do realize is that the node you were on with Daniel Garcia was like three nodes from the center. And the node you were on with the Alpha Gamer was one node from the center. And you saw that from the center and from the individual nodes, a lot more branched out. Mm -hmm. uh, but you don't have a definitive, a definitive number. You assume that it was like... In the in the multiple tens, okay. in the dozens, but you don't think in the hundreds. Okay. When you extend your senses uh, out a bit further, because you roll so well to other parts of the city, you realize that it's spread out all across. But something you realize is it's more common in Riverside. 
than in other parts of the city that you get this sort of reaction from it and as you extend your senses you notice something bigger something where a whole block is a lot easier for you to uh, pin down than it is for a ship in downtown and uh, as you sort of fly over to check it out you quickly realize why because you see another building that's beginning to be engulfed by a pod and as you get closer and see the signage on the building you realize that the attack is coming at the headquarters of the waypoint evening times the biggest newspaper in the city you have had a little experience with the waypoint evening times before the wet uh, because that's where jessica veritas came yes. from who did that interview mm -hmm. with you that interview that was the reason for a certain person to start a vendetta against you because you didn't give them that interview <laughs> and as you look down from your spaceship you see in front of the building standing another figure in one of these gray robes except this figure looks slightly different the hood is down and you can see that a collar of the same red pod material has grown out of that person's neck essentially looking like a high elizabethan collar with a lot of filigree uh, grown out of the material You see that out of the arms, blades of the same plant material have visibly grown uh, like spikes that go down the entire arm. And as you catch a glimpse of the person's face, you realize that it is Brad Raker himself. Ugh. Now in two meanings, the podcaster. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> And that's where I'll end this episode. Yes. What a great pun in the end. Yeah, you know, this whole torturous, extremely dark arc was absolutely 100% built on the idea of that pun. Yeah, that was, was, was exactly what I was going to ask. I love ask. that. And I hate that. Also, like, deliberately, I, uh, with all the descriptors I used, I tried to use pod the most. Mm. And for magic, I tried to use cast the most. I wanted to have it be viable <laughs> that people realize that this is a dumb pun I'm building up to. Once I'm re-listening to the entire arc, I will be like, oh my god, it was so obvious. <laughs> What I do love is that it's, as soon as Max started giving all this again, things started to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I hope you had fun. Uh, we finally have the villain reveal of this arc. How exactly that happened or he got these powers we don't know yet but you have discovered what looks to be the central node yay now we just have to fight it <laughs> with our four to five conditions each exactly okay so i hope you all had fun no it was uh, emotionally taxing and grueling but i yes. love it <laughs> Yes, and that's why it was fun. <laughs> yeah, this is the this is the episode, big episode before the final boss fight. You know, stuff has to be intense, so it all has oomph. And I really like the arc that the that the crew went through this episode. I'm really proud of the emotional moments we had. If you uh, want to talk to us about how much we emotionally text you with this episode, <laughs> can do so at Waypoint Pod on Facebook, Twitter. Not on Facebook. We're not on Facebook. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter, Tumblr, TikTok, and Instagram. You can email us if you're 500 years old on waypointheroes at gmail.com. 
And our theme song was made by I'm Persky, uh, who you can find on Bandcamp. And if you want to say, hey, renegades, good job. I love you guys. Please get better soon with your mental state. <laughs> you can do so on all of these, on all of these avenues. Uh, does anyone have anything to plug? I do. Today I'm going to plug a solo RPG that is not mine. I mean, you should still play mine, but this one is better. <laughs> oh, come uh, it's on. Thousand Year Old Vampire by Tim Hutchings, where mm. you basically play through the unlife of a vampire um, by getting prompts that make you do horrible things. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, so you write um, a vampire's diary, basically, and it's all <laughs> about getting memories, forgetting these memories and stuff like that, so... With new experiences, you have to choose to forget certain memories that might have shaped who you are. And um, you also constantly keep losing people, so that's also great. That sounds very fun, actually. It I'm, is I'm very probably going to try that out. Yeah, as I said, I can only recommend it. Speaking of losing memories and hellscapes, I want to plug a TV show on Netflix that's called 1899, like the year. Mm, yeah. It's if you have watched the uh, TV show Dark, which got very mind bendy. It's from the same creators, and some of the cast might seem familiar to you. And it's basically about about a bunch of people from different nations on a ship towards New York in 1899, and stuff is going on, and stuff a keeps going stuff. on that's really <laughs> weird, and it gets quite interesting with the entire concept of. Is this reality? Is this a dream? Is, is, is this a simulation? What is actually going on? So if you are into this kind of mystery, I would definitely recommend it's only like eight episodes. And I really like that all of the cast and actors are actually from different countries all across Europe and Asia and speak in their, in their native tongue, which I really appreciate. Yeah. Sadly, it has already been cancelled. Yeah, yeah. That kind of motivated, it demotivated me a little to watch it, but I'm still gonna watch it's, it. I don't it's really want very, to. very cool. So, uh, yeah, still watch it and show Netflix that they screwed up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they're gonna learn from that. They yeah. haven't yet, but have, you know, we can will hope. never learn. <laughs> <laughs> At least Dark got three seasons, which I still haven't watched. Also, uh, and should definitely. It's really cool. Two seasons, I think. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna. I also plug a Netflix show, uh, which mm. is Alice in Borderland, and it's really cool. It's just a really fun show to watch. It's it's about people getting stuck in a different world, and they have to play games where they can die. And a mm. lot of people do die, but they have to play those games because they're basically the visa. And if you don't play those games and you're running out of days on your visa you're also gonna be killed so Ooh. yeah reminds me a bit of the movie in time That's fun. so yeah it's just a, a lot of people are dying in the show so <laughs> <laughs> yeah seems seems about right George, do you have something uh i'm not plugging anything this week but i will again in two weeks when we all hear from each other again that's okay. Uh, I hope you come back next time for what will most likely be the ending to this arc. And uh, until then, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.